0: The kidnapping incident occurred Thursday evening when an 18-year-old Santa Fe College student was reported missing by her family. Santa Fe College Police Chief Ed Book says they are increasing
1: security so this incident doesn't occur again.
2: There is clearly a heightened awareness and there is County more
1: Commissioners patrol. Commissioners voted Tuesday night say. to oppose four pieces of proposed legislation filed in Tallahassee. Among the opposed bills is Senate Bill 958, which would override the county's ordinance setting an airboat curfew. Florida State Senator Steve Ulrich introduced the bill to the Florida legislature. Quiet Lakes of Alachua County co-chairman Whitey Markles says Ulrich's bill doesn't make sense.
3: Look, he's trying to take away home rule. It took us 16 years to get that thing on the ballot and get it passed. 38,000 people voted for it, and one man is going to erase it so that they can double the noise level out there in the lake.
2: Traffic is running in both north and southbound lanes again on I-75 and US-441 in Alachua County. On Sunday, a section of I-75 over Payne's Prairie was the scene of the most devastating interstate pileup in north central Florida history. The multi-vehicle incident, which involved more than 20 vehicles, including seven semi-trucks, killed 10 people and sent 21 others to Shands and North Florida Regional Hospitals. Law enforcement officials blame heavy smoke from a 62-acre fire on the prairie, which began smoldering on Saturday. But one
1: who lived through Florida it was Force 19-year-old University one. of Florida student Ronnie Herrera. He recalls the smoky conditions he encountered when he drove through Payne's Prairie on his way home from Tampa.
2: We were coming from Gasparilla and Tampa. But you saw the edge of the smoke, and you didn't really think it was that bad. You know, it was a sign that said smoke ahead, but there's always like fog in Danger Perry around that time. So Owners of a
4: Marion County, County horse park. farm are trying to recoup after an explosion this morning left one of their workers dead and a second injured. The incident took place at Kezmark Rehabilitation Center where Marion County Sheriff Spokeswoman Jennifer Lau says officials are still on the scene. Marion County Sheriff's Office and Marion County Fire Rescue along with a medical examiner's office, state fire marshal and OSHA. Uh, which is the Occupation, Safety, and Health uh, Administration. The sheriff's office reported the deceased woman as 28-year-old Erica Marshall and the injured woman as 33-year-old Saoirse Monley. Two farm workers and a horse were in a hyperbaric chamber. The horse was was inside the chamber, and the workers were were either in the chamber or nearby, and something caused a combustion. There was a very large explosion one of the workers died because nuclear of the explosion. We
3: have an issue here up and down the uh, the coast and along the I-4 corridor where Progress Energy is charging its customers and have been charging its customers uh, each month a fee to build two nuclear power plants in Levy County. We have come to realize now that they probably will never build those nuclear power plants. They have, in fact, just uh, decided to cancel the contract with the contractor. And, and in fact... Um, I tried very hard to amend an energy bill in committee this past week uh, that would have stopped the cost recovery charge, as it's known.
5: An Austrian-Canadian businessman is requesting a water consumption permit in Marion County for over 13 million gallons per day. According to Ocala.com, the daily water usage of the entire city of Ocala is about 12.58 gallons per day. The businessman is Forbes-List billionaire Frank Stronich, who gained his fortune through the automotive parts industry and horse racing. His most recent venture? Beef. Stronich is Marion County's largest private landowner, with over 29,000 acres to his name. His proposed cattle farm, called Adina Springs Ranch, could house a herd of 30,000 cows, more than doubling the amount of cattle currently in Marion County. The
0: originally filed a request with the St. John's Water Management District to withdraw about 13 million gallons a day, though that now has been reduced to about 5 million gallons. The reduction comes as Adena announced a plan to spread out their cattle using satellite farms. Dr. Robert Knight of the Odom Springs Institute fears that those new farms will require water as well, though Adina spokeswoman Honey Rand says there's no new impact because of management and operational changes. One of those satellite farms is planned for Putnam County, which drew some concern from residents at the county commission meeting. Putnam County resident Karen Chadwick is worried about the environmental impact.
5: They're fencing, clear-cutting, leaving one or two little oak trees here and there. A lot of wildlife is being displaced. As far
3: as His the background. recent legislative session, you've also been under the gun on uh, your views on privatization. Even getting you, kicked you off a committee, Virginia? yeah,
1: you've yeah. been in the hot seat a lot.
3: Well, I don't know, but I've been in the hot seat a lot. And if it's if it's a hot seat um, with uh, leadership in Tallahassee, I wear that with a badge of honor. Um, I worry about my constituent, what's constituents and what's good for the state of Florida. Uh, I oppose privatizing uh, 28 prisons and 18 counties prisons that were built by the taxpayers of the state of florida to the tune of a
0: half a billion dollars the university of florida police department has forwarded sworn allegations to the state attorney's office from victims in relation to the recent hazing case at the university of florida involving the theta sigma chapter of the alpha phi alpha fraternity on campus the university is cracking down on hazing and with an abuse website in the works campus and organizations caught in the wrong will develop a permanent record the thirteen task force
3: The
4: Students for a Democratic Society at the University of Florida held a rally this afternoon in Turlington Plaza to bring awareness to the Trayvon Martin case. UF students and Gainesville residents filled the plaza decked out in hoodies, demanding justice for the fatal shooting of the Sanford teen. Students for a Democratic Society lead organizer Matthias Kaplan says he thinks it's ridiculous that race still plays such a huge role in today's society.
0: What I'm here for is that I think we need to end, you know, racism in this state. Like, it's literally the year, like, 2012. Like, how absurd is it that, you know, somebody can be shot just for walking home with this hoodie up?
5: George yeah.
1: Zimmerman told police he lost Martin in the neighborhood he regularly patrolled and was walking back to his vehicle when Martin approached him from behind. Zimmerman said the two exchanged words and Martin punched him, jumped on top of him, and began banging his head into the Tuesday, sidewalk. Sanford, the police Sanford Police Chief police Bill Lee announced he's stepping down temporarily. The police chief has come under fire for not making an arrest in the Trayvon Martin case. Chief Lee, who does Petitions want to be for
5: George Zimmerman's arrest continue to spring up on social media websites such as Facebook. So is the growing interest in his motivation for shooting 17-year-old Trayvon Martin.
0: Just such a,
4: a memorial was held Monday night at the Wrights Union Amphitheater in honor of Michael Edmonds Jr., a 26-year-old journalism student at the University of Florida who died after falling from the upper levels of Ben Hill Griffin Stadium last Sunday. In addition to loving dirt, Satchel Ray is still feeling the burn from last night's kitchen fire at his beloved pizza joint, Satchels. What the fire inspector thinks happened is that the ovens were so hot that they caught on a stud. They caught a stud on fire behind the ovens in the wall, and then the fire crept up the wall between the brick and the outside. 700 cats were rescued from Caboodle Ranch in February. Southeastern Regional Director for the Field Investigation Response Team for the ASPCA, Adam Leith, says most of the animals were found with serious diseases.
1: It's very common
2: in hoarding cases to find respiratory viruses, so Herpes, Colisee virus.
1: Your RH is 44 percent,
4: your winds are north, northeast It started at six, with a strike of lightning nine, and persisted and with a dry and shifting wind. Now 35,000 acres of the Osceola National Forest are on fire, leaving thousands in North Florida with heavy smoke blanketing their surroundings. The drive into the forest area is perhaps the worst, making it hard to breathe even in the confines of a car.
3: It will be going on for some time until this fire is contained and we do receive uh, ample rainfall.
0: The Dark night series has always had dark overtones. But that took a whole new form today as 12 people were killed during a shooting at the midnight premiere of the new film, The Dark Knight Rises. There were odd coincidences during the shooting, such as the bullets ringing out during a violent scene in the movie. So much so that some moviegoers believed it was part of the show at first. Despite the tragedy and aura, many Gainesvillians will not be deterred from what is being dubbed by many as the movie event of the summer. Moviegoer and college student Max McKegg says that it was just another tragedy, not a direct link to The Dark Knight. I don't feel like that shooting was a particularly motivated for the event.
1: You know, it wasn't like, I don't think. The, the Aurora, the Colorado thing. shooting has brought about mental health concerns. There is speculation the shooter involved was dealing with mental illnesses. The tragedy is hard for many adults to grasp, so imagine how tough it is for children to deal with it. If you
5: could please join us under the tent and circle around. The smoke that is engulfing Gainesville this week brings back memories of the conditions in late January that caused a series of fatal car crashes on I-75 and claimed 11 lives. Although it has been nearly three months since the tragic event, the actions of those who responded to the disaster are not being forgotten. Alachua County Sheriff Sadie Darnell hosted a ceremony yesterday at the Garden of Hope outside Shands Cancer Hospital to recognize the multitude of medical staff and professionals who assisted during the early hours of January 29th and the days that followed. Sheriff Darnell says she held the ceremony because the Sheriff's Department wanted to recognize the other organizations that played a vital role in disaster relief during the crashes. It was my need and and the men and women of the sheriff's office need to recognize the the people who in our community responded to the events of the I-75 tragedy, that series of crashes.
1: Now, a nearly 40-page report may give some closure to people wanting answers to what exactly happened. The Florida Department of Law Enforcement released its findings of the investigation that Governor Rick Scott called for shortly after the accidents. FDLE spokesman Keith Kamig says investigators listened to hundreds of hours of dispatch recordings along with audiovisual and telephone recordings to come to the findings made public Thursday.
3: Our job at FDLE was about fact finding. We did that, we made our recommendations, and now we believe these recommendations will be something that's important going forward.
1: According to the report, the FDLE recommended the Florida Highway Patrol create a new policy dealing with specific mandatory protocols to be followed rather than just guidelines, and come up with a way to better monitor areas like Payne's Prairie where low visibility is a frequent problem. The report also recommends an immediate evaluation of roadway
2: signs. But students at both institutions rejoiced to Friday's news that Florida Governor Rick Scott had vetoed House Bill 7129, called by Matching a preeminence bill, but referred to by students as an unjust increase in tuition. With Florida's budget officially signed for the 2012-2013 fiscal year, higher education institutions have actively sought ways to offset the $300 million in state funding cuts. I'll have
4: another. Will not be racing in the Belmont. Can you tell me um, what the reaction is at this point in the Ocala racing community?
3: Well, I think everyone's we're, we're very, very disappointed. We will look forward uh, after, after a horse wins any time a horse wins the Derby or the uh, Preakness and has a chance to win the Triple Crown. There's a lot of anticipation, but the fact that the horse was uh, sold here at OBS. And uh, broke, you know, broken and trained up in uh, Williston at Eisman Equal. As the
5: only American band asked to play for the Summer Olympics, it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for the Pride of the Sunshine Gator Band. I spoke with drum major Ethan Tripp about how the Gator Band has been preparing for its performance tonight
1: and Sunday. We've
2: had a rehearsal uh, for the the performance on the mouth, which...
0: Uh, in a couple of days, we're going to be playing for the women's... Senator Graham will give event. the
1: keynote
3: address at this Saturday's event called Speak Up for Florida's Waters at the Florida's Springs and Waterways Protection Summit in Ocala. Graham says many of Florida's water bodies are in peril. What we see all over the state, particularly in north central Florida, are springs that used to be among the most beautiful in the nation that have become degraded in quality and reduced in quantity. We think that this is
1: an issue that- Cedar Key city officials say the recent drought has caused the water in the area to be affected by saltwater intrusion. Cedar Key Water and Sewer Board Chairman David Beach explained the water has been deemed unfit for human consumption, though using the water for other purposes is fine.
3: We strongly recommend people do not drink or prepare food or otherwise use for After stalling
5: in the Gulf of Mexico, Tropical Storm Debbie continues to pound away on Florida's west coast. For one small coastal community in the northern Gulf of Florida, Cedar Key, Debbie has been quite the downer. Storm surge and heavy rainfall have caused its shoreline businesses to temporarily close. Peter Stephanie, owner of the Island Dream Restaurant, says the biggest problem has been the storm surge and high winds because the storm seems to be hovering over the Gulf.
1: It snuck up on us and that happens
2: um, and it's lingering out there which is something that doesn't
0: usually happen. We just received an update Florida. from the National Hurricane Center and the National Weather Service about uh, Tropical Storm Debbie. Uh, the, um, by the way, this is the earliest D uh, ever, uh, we were told. But we're 70, It's sitting 75 miles off the coast right now going northeast at um, 3 miles an hour. Uh, It's large, uh, uh, slow, unorganized. uh, It's heading towards uh, Taylor and Dixie counties. Uh, We're going to receive a significant amount of rain in a large part of the state, 10 to 20 inches of rain overall. We're going to have
4: flooding, uh, potential tornadoes. What exactly are we looking at in terms of dangerous conditions? Well,
3: there's a lot going on on the Santa Fe River due to the recent tropical storm, and um, there's been some reporting about the flooding on the river and, you know, concern about houses or structures being affected. But what we got going on, at least on the stretch of the Santa Fe that borders Alachua County, is we've got really hazardous conditions in the water. First, just kind of tell me what happened.
2: Well, it was actually in our kitchen, and me and my brother looked out the window, heard a lot of wind and, like, almost like a roaring noise. And I'm going to guess, two or 300 yards in our backyard, saw a huge tornado coming towards our barn, um, and we've actually proceeded to run to the bathroom to take cover. At this time, the risk to public health is uncertain. Yet we remain vigilant in our efforts to ensure that outreach to all patients potentially affected by any NECC medication is being conducted through every possible avenue.
4: University of Florida professor of pharmacy Paul Doring says... He's been following the fungal meningitis outbreak closely. I talked to the him Alachua about. County Health Department has detected the infection of the West Nile virus in two sentinel chickens. Alachua County Health Department administrator Paul Myers says even though the mosquito-borne disease is preventable, all Alachua County residents should follow precautionary measures.
0: We have detected the virus across North Florida from the Panhandle all the way to Jacksonville. So it appears that it is um, you know, starting to move south a little bit.
2: Foremost, Christian is still missing. Uh, we have not recovered um, him or any evidence of where he might be. Um, we can confirm that several days before Christian's disappearance, uh, Pedro Bravo did, per, uh, did purchase a shovel and a roll of duct tape. And uh, I've sent out an email that has a stock photo of a, a similar shovel. It's not the actual shovel. That has not been recovered. Christian's father, Carlos, says the shovel and duct tape may not have been meant for his son.
4: What is what
2: is your message for the community, and what is your message you know, in you trying to find where your boyfriend
4: is? My message is basically that um, give us as much help as we can get anyone who lives here, who, who can take off a few days or even a few hours, just come out and help us look through the woods that we want to find him, and we, we hope he's alive, and I believe he's alive. I'm not going to think otherwise. I'm Emily Burris in Gainesville. Pedro Bravo has officially been charged with the murder of Christian Aguilar. Gainesville Police Department Public Information Officer Ben Tobias says since his first interrogation last week, Bravo has hired a lawyer and he and his family are no longer making any statements. Christian's father, Carlos Aguilar, says he's frustrated with the lack of communication between both families. The part that is frustrating me the most is that I'm reaching out to his fam- to Pedro's family and to him. I went and tried to see him. Um, we're going to go in a few minutes and we're going to try to see him again. Um,
1: I- the search is over. Christian Aguilar has been found and now his family is facing the task of moving on. More than 100 people gathered last night at St. Augustine's Church to show support to the Aguilar family and to say goodbye to Christian.
0: A packed University of Florida O'Connell Center greeted First Lady Michelle Obama on a campaign swing through Gainesville.
4: First, let me just say, go Gators! In Connecticut, about a shooting that happened at a local elementary school. Do you have any comments on that situation?
3: It really does put into question, in my mind, why are we creating these gun-free zones so that a, a person that's irrational, who doesn't care what your rules are, has a sterile target. He knows he can go in that environment, and no one will be prepared to stop him. And and, and it absolutely validates to me that this idea of gun control in a state here where uh, in Connecticut has and some of the strongest gun an control. Issue with gun, but then you have the Second Amendment that gives you the right to bear
0: arms. So, state of waters, And it seems now that uh, President Obama has been elected for a second term and he is a lame duck. He has nothing to lose now by uh, attacking our gun rights.
1: The Florida Department of Law Enforcement saw a
0: rise in the number of permits being processed right after the election. The day after the November 6th election, there were 3,019 requests for background
2: checks.